Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Hit it. Love a victory Monday. Two out of three ain't bad. Isn't that what Meatloaf said? Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, downtown Canton, Ohio. 54 degrees feels like fall, but it's beautiful outside. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Kenny and JT Show. You're all fired up today, man. You got your Browns gear on, huh? Buckeyes win. Your McKinley Bulldogs in. We'll get to them a little bit later. Yeah, not not so good, but... uh, that game yesterday, the Browns game, dude, you talk about a roller coaster ride of emotion. Oh, my God. Do the Zebras not know who we are? <laughs> it's two weeks in a row, bro. They got calls. <laughs> do, do they not know who the team in the orange helmets are? Well, hey, I mean, I the give Buc- them last week because we were yeah. in the dude wipes white uniforms last week. Okay. This week is a little right. bit different. We are the Cleveland Browns. The Buckeyes and Browns both benefited from calls. The Browns yesterday were a call away from losing that game, right? (laughs) Sack, fumble, recovery, game over. Oh, benefit of the doubt given to the Browns. Buckeyes in the the game on Saturday. Sack, fumble, return for a touchdown. Big meeting with the officials for about 25 minutes. And then they signaled holding on Penn State, no touchdown. That's the right call, though. I mean, you got to give the guy a chance to break into his pattern. When the head snaps over, Kenny, it's an easy call for that judge. But when when it's something like what we saw in the Browns game and the second pass interference call in the corner of the end zone, I look at it this way. It's almost like a judgment call when a second baseman or the shortstop tries to sweep the leg out of somebody going into second, and nine times out of ten, an umpire will call it out because he should be out. But on right. further review, did he really touch him? Well, on, upon further review of the second interference call in the corner of the end zone in the Browns game yesterday, which put the ball on the one-yard line, there's no way in hell that ball is catchable. But right. we've also seen this from the National Football League. Unless the ball is 20 yards into the stands over a guy's head, <laughs> they don't call that uncatchable rule. I don't know why they have the uncatchable rule. It's a judgment. Nobody could have caught that ball, right? Inspector Gadget couldn't have reached up and caught that ball. But still, they felt that it was necessary to make the call on the field, or maybe somebody had something on the game. I don't know. Yeah, it. it um, the Browns benefited. So if you're a Browns fan, 
Hey, man, remember, you got screwed against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. Targeting call, right? The Buckeyes got screwed uh, in the game last year against Georgia about three different times. They got screwed a few years ago against Clemson. So it's about damn time Browns, Buckeyes get some calls going their way. And they both benefited from it, and they were... Um, the Browns game was an exciting win. The Buckeyes yeah. game was an ugly win, but the bottom line is they were both well, wins. Defense wins championships, and you love the Buckeyes because the defense actually won that game. And then, yeah. of course, the offense does like we always do in the Big Ten. We pull away from our opponent because we're bigger, stronger, faster, and it just goes to show you that when you've got the four- and five-star recruiting edge, you win games like this, and especially at home. In a game where... We thought exactly what would happen to the quarterback of the Penn State Nittany Lions actually yep. happened, but maybe he was a little bit worse on the road than he's been so far. And if you want to play the schedule game, so be it. Buckeyes, through seven games, have played two top five or two top ten opponents, and they've come out on the winning end. I'm surprised they didn't move up in the AP line. I really am. Well, Georgia had a bye week, so they weren't going to drop Georgia from number one. They haven't done anything to, you know, not be number one. But here's why. I think if Michigan would have struggled yesterday or or Saturday against Michigan State, then maybe the Buckeyes leapfrogged them. Mm -hmm. But 49 to nothing amid all the controversy, so they're number two. But to your point, go look and see who Michigan's played so far. Nobody absolutely no one worth a damn and the Buckeyes like you said they weren't pretty they were both close but they were both victories at Notre Dame on uh you know uh, 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 a tough night to play and at home against Penn State give credit where credit is due to great defenses and I mean great in Notre Dame and Penn State and Ohio State came out on top in both games and again the difference in this game anyway is Marvin Harrison Jr. or or is Gus Johnson would call him Maserati Marvin. Did you like that? You buying that? Or was he trying to sell it too much? I think he was trying to sell it. Speed, power, agility, balance, Maserati Marv. Come on, man. (laughs) Well, that's Gus, though, right? He he tends to sell things, overhype things, sensationalize things. That's what, hey, dude's paid. And he gets all the good games, so he's doing something right. I've never been in a Maserati, but apparently speed, power, agility, and balance. Or you could just walk next to Marvin Harrison Jr. You'll know what it feels like. Can you imagine this? (laughs) If this kid continues on this path, can you imagine a father-son combo? I don't know if there's another one in the Hall of Fame, but this dude, obviously, a lot of people are saying is the best player in college football today, which means... Look, whether or not he's number one overall pick, he's going to be top five. He continues like this. He's going to be a top pick in the NFL draft. And if he ends up being the same type of player in the NFL, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. JT, he is the prototypical wide receiver for today's game at any level, right? Mm-hmm. You you want, what, the Maserati Marv, all those things yeah. that he laid out in there. And, oh, yeah, he's got great hands, yeah. too, on top of all that. Want to know why he's great? He does it effortlessly. When you look at the great players in football and you watch these guys run, Eddie George comes to mind. Keith Byers comes to mind. When these guys run effortlessly, they got the ball in their hand. They're playmakers. They can't wait to get the ball. What do you have, 11 catches, 162 yards? Are you kidding me? 
a kid in high school that I saw do that, that you just were amazed, and you're like, is he really going that fat? Robert Smith was that way mm-hmm. at Euclid. Smooth. And he goes on to play at Ohio State and then at Minnesota. He was just smooth. Give me another one. And, and it, he wasn't working hard, but yet mm-hmm. he was outrunning everybody. I'll give you another one. He's been on our show countless times. Beanie Wells. Yeah. Well, just Beanie. run. Beanie, he was churning, though. Beanie's a little, you know, couldn't catch him. solid as a rock. No, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it was just, and that's the great thing. And thank God for, for Marvin. He was the difference offensively in that game. If you looked at the yep. two teams, both quarterbacks, I mean, the numbers say Kyle McCord played decent, right? But he struggled after starting five for five. He missed his next seven throws or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he struggled hitting Marvin right. Harrison wide open at times. But he did have Marvin Harrison to repeatedly go back to, and that was a smart move on Ryan Day's part. Urban Meyer said at the halftime, and he might have said it before the game, that it's going to be a battle of slant patterns. And I've told you so many times that you don't have to be a rocket scientist to call plays at any level of football. And the easiest pass play for a quarterback and a receiver to build confidence is is a quick slant. You hit the guy in stride going across the middle. You don't have to air it out. He's right there. Bink! You throw it right to him. Let him do all the work. Normally, they create separation. Herein lies the difference between Marvin Harrison Jr. and every receiver for Penn State. There's no separation. So what are you going to do? You set up the running game by throwing the slant patterns. Eventually, they just wore Penn State down. And James Franklin is a moron. Why do you say on his that own forty-three yard line yeah. on a fourth down and three with seven seventeen to go? He's only down seven points. You punt the ball. You punt the ball. You play field position. You rely on your defense. Try to get the ball back. See if you can go down there and at least tie the game, if not score and go for a yeah. two-point conversion, and maybe you win it. But instead, you give Ohio State a small field. They march down. They score. Marvin Harrison Jr. You go up actually twenty to what was it six at that point, right? And to make matters worse, Ryan Day kicked the damn field goal. When you're down on the goal line and you have a four point lead, gee, do some math here. If you can kick the field goal and go up by seven, would you do it? Uh, yeah, especially since you've had trouble on short yardage situations the last two years. Yes, you put the points on the board and rely on what? Your strength, which is your defense. I understand but, this is the way football is trending recently. Yeah, And they don't like to kick the field goal. We saw it yesterday in a blowout game. If it's a blowout, I get it. And the Lions could have scored a meaningless touchdown or at least a field goal, which would have been even more meaningless against Baltimore. But they go for it on fourth down. Kick the damn field goal. Here's what he'll tell you. Their logic is, even if we don't score with our defense, we're going to get the ball back in great field position, we feel like. They can't score on us, so I'm going to roll the dice. Well, then come up with better play calls. Or how about this? How about this? Play Dallin Hayden to sprint to the outside. Why did he not play yesterday? I think Why did still, Dallin Hayden not play? I think they still have the red shirt in, in line. I think they want a red shirt. Up. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, between the lines, okay, they, they or excuse me, between the tackles, they struggle running mm-hmm. the football. If you look at the stats from this game between the, they're rushing, JT, they averaged, you ready for this? The Buckeyes averaged mm-hmm. 1.9 yards per carry mm-hmm. in this game against Penn State. I know it's a good defense, but 1.9, and they continue to try and run between the tackles. 
why not bring in, um, okay, he may not be a Maserati, but maybe he's a Corvette with speed to the outside and let Dallin Hayden, uh, you know, get to the corner, turn the corner and get mm-hmm. in the end zone. I I understand. It's like the, the God darn guardians when they're trying to save a year of uh, arbitration. I get it. You want to have them another year, but shouldn't you be worrying about this season and winning games this season? Because at that time, the game was still in doubt. So I, 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 don't, I don't get that. If that's the case and you're running the ball that lousy, then just keep airing it out. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, you had that team on the ropes. You couldn't deliver the knockout punch because you can't figure out what to do in the red zone. That's a problem moving forward. But then again, is it that big of a problem? Because you just beat two of the top teams in the country over the last month in Notre Dame and Penn State. So we'll see how things continue to move, hopefully in the right direction for Ohio State. Let's see yeah. what Penn State does. They've got a couple of games before they face Michigan. And the good news is... Drew Allard doesn't have to take on the Wolverines in Ann Arbor. He gets right. them in Happy Valley. Yeah, he, he plays better at home than he does on the road. A uh, tough homecoming for him, um, but he didn't get much help. His line stunk and his receivers weren't much better. And you said it, yeah. James Franklin, uh, you, you question everything. Did, did this worry you? I don't know if you heard this. Urban Meyer at the half. Remember right before the half, 42 seconds left. Buckeyes get the ball at about their own 16 uh, they got all three timeouts. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day takes a knee at halftime mm-hmm. and just goes into the locker room. Here's what Urban Meyer said. Quote, these are two top, fe- uh, two top five teams who don't trust their quarterback. Right. That's why Ryan Day did that. And you know what? I, I think he's right. Ryan Day is searching and hoping that, you know, Kyle McCord will take that next step. Yes, the numbers look decent, and they won, but Urban Meyer's right. Neither coach right there on the road with Aller at home with McCord. Well, you ne- Ryan Day never gives up three timeouts and a chance to score late in the first half. You're in the shadow of your own goalpost on your own 16. I have no problem with it. And mm-hmm. to say that you don't really have any confidence in your quarterback, you let him air it out 35 times. And Drew Aller threw it 42 times. So I understand what he's saying. And, yeah, you'd like to maybe try to if, – if the field position were different, yeah, maybe you take a stab or maybe take a shot. But maybe you also throw an interception. Maybe you fumble the ball. I have no problem at the end of the first half okay. taking a knee. And, again, yeah, he's right to an extent. And that's the reason they kept throwing those slant patterns because they didn't have enough confidence but it showed towards the end of the game and it's a and it's a war of attrition and who you know the strong shall survive and the Buckeyes end up winning uh we mentioned the Bulldogs we're going to get to that in a second here's some of the other things that happened over the weekend if you missed did you miss again here are the weekend headlines that you have missed what are we celebrating the uh, American League championships here uh Astros over the Rangers on Friday night the score there was five to four Diamondbacks held off and beat the Phillies 6-5. Now, Saturday, the Phillies came back behind Schwarber and Harper to whip the D-backs 6-1. And last night, Rangers blew out the Astros 9-2. So, we've got baseball today at 5-07. Arizona Diamondbacks at Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies lead that best of series, best of seven series, three games to two, which takes us to 8-03, the deciding game seven. Texas Rangers at Houston Astros. I don't know who I like. I think I like the Phillies. I I don't like any of the teams 
uh, you know, like I'll root for them on a regular basis. But if I had to pick one team, I'm with you. I'll Just because of our old uh, manager, Charlie Manuel, I'll be a Phillies fan and hope that they win it all. At one point during the Ohio State game versus Penn State, Drew Aller of Penn State was 10 of 32 passing. Finished the game 18 of 42 for 191 yards, a late TD, and a quarterback rating of 88.9. Ouch. Kyle McCord, 22 of 35, 286 and 1 TD for a rating of 140.9. The difference, Maserati Marvin Harrison Jr., 11 catches, 162 yards, and a TD. Buckeyes beat Penn State 20 to 12, and it really wasn't that close. I disagree with you because the offense kept Penn State in it. And what I mean by that, the Buckeyes offense kept Penn State Agree in it. Agree to fumbled, disagree. They missed a field goal. They made a bad decision on the goal line. It kept them in it. Agree to disagree. Can things get any worse at Michigan State? The school apologized for a graphic that appeared on their big video screen during their rivalry with Michigan. The graphic asked a trivia question about the birthplace of Adolf Hitler. What are they thinking? Why would you do that? I don't what, get what? It. That person should be fired, whoever made that decision. Well, they said they were deeply sorry for the content that was displayed and stressed that it was not representative of the institutional values. The blame was assigned to a third-party source that won't be used with the school anymore, and f- future video board graphics will be you subject think? to stronger screening and approval procedures. Michigan I, I, wins that game over Sparty, 49-zip. Man, the things are, I mean, I want nothing. If I'm a, an athlete, I want nothing. If I'm a student, I want nothing to do with Michigan State right now. It's going to be tough to recruit there. I mean, obviously, your team's no good, and now this. NCAA AP Top 10 looks like this after the weekend. Penn State drops to number 10. Alabama moves in at number 9. Oregon at 8. Texas is your 7-spot team. Oklahoma at 6. Washington at 5. Florida State Seminoles at four. Buckeyes remain number three, but did pick up a couple of first place votes. Michigan is the number two team, and Georgia remains at number one in the AP line. However, Vegas has Michigan as the betting favorite to win the championship. Georgia drops to number two. NASCAR Cup Series race number 34. Boogity, 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 boogity. Race results from the Forever 400, presented by Mobile One, Sunday, October 22nd. You know where that was, don't you? Miami Speedway in Homestead, Florida. 1.5 mile paved. Aren't they all paved tracks? I don't know. 267 laps, 400.5 mile. Your winner is Christopher Bell. We know if you ain't first, you're last. But AJ come in fifth. Ooh, the dinger. Ding, ding. Ricky come in 27th. Oh, boy. <laughs> Didn't mention this, but Travis Kelsey bought a home for $6 million last week in a gated community because he needed more privacy. Or maybe because Bernie Kosar was there hanging out with Taylor Swift for the Chiefs game over the weekend. See the picture? You see that? He's two pictures. He took two photos with Taylor yeah, Swift. I'm not sure if either knew who the other person was. <laughs> He knew who she was. I don't know if Think? she, she knew know. who Byrne was. I don't know. Whatever. Top five movies at the box office over the weekend. Nightmare Before Christmas, the re-release, comes in at okay. number five. Paw Patrol 2 is number four. Exorcist, The Believer, is at number three. Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to see that movie. Oh, wow. 
Sounds that, like a scary movie. No, it's like a true story with uh, Scorsese movie. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Number one movie, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Woohoo! I wonder if That's Bernie Kosar went to the movie. Let me ask you, what? if you were in a suite with Taylor Swift, would you want to get a selfie? Absolutely. Yeah, me too, even yeah. though I, I'm not a huge fan of hers. Hanging out just, with uh, Mahomes' wife, yeah. taking pictures yeah. of the baby. Yeah. Dancing. They, they were watching the Browns before the Chiefs game in that, uh, where, wherever they were. Do you think that every hoodie, every sweatshirt, every cardigan that she wears, and she did a song called Cardigan too, by the way. Thank you. Has to sell out. Oh, yeah, absolutely, whatever. Right so now, too. she's gold, man. Anything Midas touch. Anything she, she touches is gold. Week 10 high school football scoreboard. It's Brian. And real quick, uh, the, the Taylor Swift clips are getting shorter and shorter as the days go on. I'm getting, yeah. So, okay. moving on. Oh, she's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. um, ugly end to You're an You're right. Ugly. She's not Metallica. My bad. Yeah, better believe it. Um, ugly end to an ugly game. Maslin beat McKinley 35 nothing. You guys said you'd talk about it later. Um, Federal League, uh, Lake lost to Green 28 nothing. So the wow. Blue Streaks had a chance to clinch a tie for the Federal League, but uh, they laid an egg there in the shape of a zero. Hoover over Jackson 27-14. Glen Oak beat Perry 21-16. EBC, Alliance beat Marlington 36 nothing. Uh, Carrollton over Minerva, 34-0. Uh, West Branch wins the EBC outright. Pac-7, Canton South is your outright Pac-7 winner after beating Northwest, 48-28. to And they're going to meet week one of the playoffs. We'll talk about that later. Mm. Fairless over Tesla on the Blue Cup game, 41-7. Other games, Central, uh-huh. Ca- Central Catholic <laughs> beat St. Thomas Aquinas, 42-6. Boy, Louisville had to play Steubenville at the end of the season as if their season wasn't Ooh. tough enough. And Big Red win 41-8. to eight. Sandy Valley rallied to beat Tusky Valley in overtime 26-20. And Malvern. Malvern. Yep. Beat East Canton. Malvern. Malvern. Beat East Canton 49-0, guys. Dave Motts told me it's Malvern, so I'm saying Malvern. I told you my... that a million years yeah. ago. Yeah, but a, a second source. I need two sources. Hey, the... so I got a second source. No, because I used to sell <laughs> beer down there. I know. Forget about him. And the bridge on 43 <laughs> in Malvern is open. So you can get to Carrollton quicker, I know, because oh we had to go see the mother-in-law last weekend. Mm, okay, there you go. There's a, a traffic travel tip, tip from Ryan. Travel tip from Ryan Novak, ladies and gentlemen. News weather together on the tents. What? A... <laughs> oh, thanks my. for that update, Brian. Yeah. Um, hey, hey um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we'll get a break in right here. We come back. We got to talk about this 134th meeting of the Tigers yeah. and the Bulldogs. An ugly ending. We want to take some phone calls on this as well at 330-450-1480. The Monday edition of the Kenny and JT Show. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.